Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, it is the Mosley Show, and we just keep rolling. Pete Souza joining us now. Pete is a man for all Matty seasons. Matt. Hey, how you doing, man? Are you uh, enjoying this breakthrough weather that has uh, this moved in? I mean, have you been able to get outside? Perhaps I, going to run? I literally, I just came off the trail out of Cameron Park here in uh, wonderful Central Texas. It's beautiful, man. Beautiful. What is the? What do you do on the trail? Is it a bike? Do you get on a bike or do you run or do you you walk like me? I'm a more of a walker than a runner these days. What are you, what are you trying to do? I've graduated the walking and running. I'd like to say most of the time I'm running, but at, at some point, you know, the, the, the mile. I, there's a lot of miles on this car, man. You know, uh, I've, I've been running since I was like a senior in college, and that was twenty some years ago. So I, I have been a little more, um, a little more of a walker recently. But I still I, I, I picked it up. <laughs> There's no shame. I mean, you you can kind of pick it up, go around the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, you go visit with a friend or your a loved one or somebody you're dating or perhaps a spouse. I mean, there's a lot walking. Like, not like a bad thing. Ten years ago, if yeah. somebody passed me on a trail, I would get real insecure about it. Now I just like, hey, knock yourself yeah. out. I got no time I would rec- anymore. It's over. I would recommend tennis. I mean, that is really what. <laughs> Because I played a lot of golf for years, and it was just taking too much of my life. It just takes too much time. So tennis, I mean, you can get a couple of good sets in, strong sets, about an hour, hour and a half, and you're done. You're done. I'm going to you up on that. Yeah. You know, I'm like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I could be, be a force to be reckoned with. You come to the net on me. I'm gonna lob you all day, and then if you try to you try to baseline me, I'm gonna drop shot you forever. All right, so, but bring it on. Love to see it out there, Pete Souza, here on the Matt Mosley show. Hey, his Matt, favorite. By the way, I got. Yeah. I was on. I was on last time, and yeah. uh, we or, or a couple times ago, and and Nick Saban. It was announced that he was gonna step away from coaching. Did you see the news that just came across the wire about Baylor women's basketball? What do you have for me? All right, Brittany, it's all positive. They're going to okay. honor Brittany Griner. They're going to ah. retire her jersey on February 18th. The jersey retirement. Okay. Yeah, I know that's okay. been a long time in the making. Wow. I was looking. I, I, you know, I get all these emails that come in, and I can't say that I stop down for every one of them, but man, good for you. Like two, it's, it's like two minutes old. Good for you. I, I'm going to say this story was broken by our own Pete Souza. Yeah. All right. Yeah, quite. Uh huh. Uh huh. But that's good. I like that. All right, Brittany Griner. What game will that be? February. Um, February 18th. Uh, February 18th. Is Who is that Tech. against? Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll take them. We'll take that crew. I like <laughs> that coach they have out there, but we can take them. Yeah, wow. After. after- that's major. That is a major story, given everything that's kind of happened with Brittany and the program, and then, of course, of her whole story, the saga and everything that she was a part of. That will be a major news-type event, you know? Yeah. Golly, I haven't talked to Brittany in a long time. I mean, you'd have to think she'd want to be on the Mosley show, but I'm not <laughs> sure. 
I'm not sure that'll be her first priority, but that is um, <laughs> that's that'll be a big deal. I mean, Pete, there may you may have to be on the road or doing a, a men's game, but man, that's something. If you're around, you'll want to be you'll want to be at Foster for that. That is uh, that is major breaking news. I mean, especially given the way things ended. And I don't want to get into all that whole thing. Because I know yeah, sort of both but, sides but, but of that story. Positive, yeah, right. It's positive. Like, Very it's positive. Even you know, yeah. and then this is the two two totally different situations. But I follow Bob, you know, as, as you did. But I was always very interested uh, in, in Bobby Knight and his situation with coaching. You know, when he went to Tech, um, he was asked, "Hey, will you ever go back to Tech uh, to Indiana?" And he said, "No way." He said he never would go back, and he did go back. Uh, and I think that a lot of people are very grateful that that opportunity presented itself and all parties are on the same page. And I think, again, much different situation, but it's nice when, when superstars and people that did a lot for a program are able to come back home and receive a warm welcome. I like this. This is uh, this is big news. Every time, Pete, we'll just kind of schedule <laughs> breaking news right around your appearances. And then we just react you, to I these things. It, and that's why I started texting you. I said, oh, I got, I got one for him. I, got, I was like, Matt, let's go. I'm ready. Oh, that's huge. I am so glad you saw that. Yeah, yeah. Johnny on the spot. And it bears <laughs> the, the uh, Baylor women coming off a big win at Gallagher-Iba, 72-60 uh, to 60 at their place. Tough place to go, except against the – these uh, men's games there, I, I'm really sad about that, too. I like Boynton, and that's with the uh, – and did they finally break yeah. through? They did win the other day, so they did finally get a win. But they I've been watching – at home. Yeah, I've been watching those games, and I forget who was there the other night, and it was just – it was not a good situation with the crowd. It's like the no, second deck and the third there. deck. Yeah. yeah, that can't last there. I got a, a buddy of mine – uh, who does games for ESPN, and I'm sure you know Br- Brendan Manzer. He he yeah. He's an Oklahoma State through and through uh, ESPN guy, and all he wants, you know, he's died in the war. His father does the scoring book, uh, or did for many many years. You know, Brendan played for Eddie Sutton, and as much as they support Boynton, they don't care who it is. They just want that program to experience the joy that they did. Um, and, and, and now we're looking at many years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and that's that is an incredible stop on the Big Twelve schedule. Uh, if you can get to a game in Stillwater when it's rocking, and it hadn't been rocking there in a little bit. I, I, I had a chance to call a game there last year when they beat Iowa State, and it was very exciting, right? Uh, but they end of the season, they're the last team out, and right now they're they're on life support. Yeah, I I it explained everything to me when they were zero and seven. When I got the report, somebody put out that uh, Doug Gottlieb was consulting with Mike Boynton, and I finally had it. I thought that explained everything. I say that in jest. <laughs> Doug's a longtime friend, but I did see that, and I had to smile because I thought, "Oh gosh!" I mean, it's like Doug would love that put out. If they had a, like a winning record or they were doing well, but you don't, you yeah. don't always want that. Like when you're zero and seven, you don't really want somebody to report that Doug Gottlieb is consulting with a program. Who, no, I mean it's all... just, you're you're my job. You know, I have people that I see counsel. Uh, you know, like 
outside of the public eye. Hey, what do yeah. I do about this? What do I do about this? You have your mentors. But if it's ever public that such and such is consulting with Matt Mosley about the Mosley show, that's never good news. You know, we want to keep that out of the public at least, right? <laughs> that's right. I've got yeah. plenty of consultants. They call me every day, you know. Uh, but, yes, it's it, you're right. That's a, that's a funny one. Now, the Baylor-TCU deal the other day, speaking of uh, that place was rocking. It was great. I mean, it was loud. Um, and, and, and it got going in the second half and it, I mean, it just, everything was working like it needed to be. And boy, they keep knocking on the door. It's like, they're not exactly choking because two of the games, they hit enormous threes to extend games. Um, you know, they got beat on a buzzer beater at Texas, but Bridges had hit a huge three. Walter hits a huge three of the day, but it is frustrating to me when you look at symptoms of this or what's going on. One thing that's a problem is we've touted them as this great three-point shooting team, and they're really yeah. not right now. I'm sorry. If, if, you, if you're going to just look at what they are in conference, which I think we kind of need to do right now, they're three and three, and I bet they're shooting. Well, you probably have the stuff right in front of you, but four of the games, their numbers are very low. Yeah, Four of the they've, six been, games. They've, been, they've been really, really tough to look at. I, I, I know last game they shot about 20%, right, uh, from three. and, and when you're 25, shooting, yeah. And when you're shooting 20-plus threes a game, that's rough uh, because you just look at where your shot selection is going. Now, when a team like Baylor as athletically, you know, off the page as they are, when they're hitting threes, they're tough to stop. But, yeah, that's a, that's a tough deal. When you're, when you're missing that many threes. And like you said, maybe they're not this incredible three-point uh, you know, group of marksmen. But at the same time, it's easy for Scott Drew. Not easy. And nothing's easy in the Big 12. But he does have the athletes to switch gears and go downhill um, at, at any time. And, and that means, I don't know. That's the, you know, you don't, the thing, uh, who told me this? Mark Pope told me this, a BYU coach. Uh, once upon a time, you know, you can't tell your guys don't shoot threes because mentally that just doesn't work well with these players. You know, you say, Hey, don't shoot threes. Then they can get in their head and their confidence can dissipate. The idea is, Hey, let's maybe take better shots, right? Let's try to be when the opportunity is there. Of course we stick it, but maybe an extra pass here and there. I mean, clearly, you know, again, Scott, Scott Drew's not taking any counsel from, from Pete Souza, right? There's no consultation there, but that could be something that goes on. Hey, let's get the ball into the paint. Let's, we've got the athletes to do that, right? Yeah, I, I think that was the good news. They did respond. In the second half, and even in those overtimes, they went down low, and they, they stopped attempting threes. Now, Ray J hit a big one. I think an issue, we got Pete Souza on the Matt Mosley show, is – I think too much is on Ray J's plate right now. Like he, they, they had done this thing in the past where on that championship team and even these other teams where they've got like positionless basketball and they've got three guards and they, it's like they don't even have a point guard. They can all bring it up the floor or whatever. Well, Ray J is a dedicated point guard, and I think he's really good. He's had trouble turning the ball over. He's gotten better about that. He wasn't great the other day with that, but he played – he did everything else well. He's a great passer. He gets involved in some poor shooting games from time to time. But I think you're asking a ton of him because I bet he played 45, 47 minutes the other day. And there's nobody, when he comes out, 
like I don't think they have a backup point guard. Like I guess Jaden Nunn is technically the backup point guard. Miro's Miro more of a shooting guard. Sparingly. Yeah, like I, I don't. Yeah, you're right. If Miro could come in and run the offense, that would help. But I Miro's. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. I just pulled yeah. it up when you were talking about it. He, he did. I knew he played. He played 50 minutes. Ray J did. Wow. Right. And wow. then yeah. you're looking at your quote unquote reserve point guard, and Miro Little only played four minutes, and yeah. that tells you something about the maybe trust being a factor. Uh, in in Coach Drew with some of his bench players, uh, that is uh, that's something to keep an eye on because 50 minutes. I mean, it speaks volumes about the kind of guy, and and more importantly, or maybe less importantly, but player that Ray J. Dennis is uh, that they can they really feel good about giving the keys to this guy, and you yeah. know, this is a team that's ranked 15th in the nation, and and still the sky is the limit. Yeah, I, 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 one thing Scott won't do, it, it's like hard for a guy like Loner to earn additional minutes. Like, to me, what he did the other day, he, like, changed the game. Like, he yeah. made hustle plays. Made, you know, you remember him being at BYU. He, he can change a game with his energy. It, but Scott, I mean, it's kind of like the old guy, you know, the guy that used to have, uh, you know, the mullet who who would come in and finally, Scott, it took him forever to trust that kid, okay? And he finally would let him play through mistakes. Like, Loner is a guy that can, will give him, like, four or five, like, great minutes every once in a while, like in the first half or something. But, man, down the stretch, he will not go to one of those guys. Like, Miro or Caleb, none of those guys are coming into the game down the stretch. Yeah. And you can understand it because he, he's got to go with who he trusts. And he trusts Langston, and he trusts his starting five. But it is weird to have all these great – you have a deep – you could have a deep bench. But it, it goes against Scott's instincts. And, again, I'm with you. I mean, you're going to question a, a national championship winning coach. But at the same time, yeah. like that was supposed to be a great strength of this team. Was it? And right now it's, it's Ojanwana he trusts in the starting five and – you know, in Langston, right? So, yeah, you can go seven deep, but I don't think he's at all trusting of going nine deep. And TCU the other day, man, Jamie was playing ten. He was yeah. playing. I'm again. Am I going to take Jamie over Scott? Never, never. I. Yeah. But he is a good coach. He is a good coach, and they're playing ten dudes. And if you're going to play some guys fifty, you know, if you're going to go triple overtime, it's kind of nice to be able to play that many players. And, again, not every game goes that long. I get that. But yeah. it, right, right now, Scott does not trust anybody after Langston. It's Ojanwana and Langston, and, honestly, he's not going to go much deeper than that. No, and, and it's a bummer to see, uh, you know, and, again, only Scott knows this and, and the team knows it, but you, you – I know Miro Little is a guy who they'd say, hey, this guy would be a starter on 130 other programs in the country. Uh, and, and okay, but we haven't really seen him emerge to be somebody who can give Ray J the, the, the breath he needs or the breather he needs. But at the same time, Ray J Dennis has been unbelievable too, right? I mean, so that's there's another side to the coin that's like, okay, yeah. this, this guy is just phenomenal, and we're a team – playing in an incredibly tough conference playing 
And the last three losses have been heartbreakers. You know, they've lost them by a combined four, six, nine points, right? Well, but I'll tell you what, they go, they play at UCF on Wednesday, right? I, I, um, I had a game there last week. That place is way more of a hostile environment than I had expected. And they've continued to win just enough that they're going to keep that place. That place will be rocking on Wednesday night. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I I may save that off air, but I I kind of want to hear more about that UCF scene because they got a fun kind of football environment. It looks like, and then and then the basketball. I had no clue either until I saw Kansas go in there and experience yeah. some issues. I mean, the thing is, that's what's killer is you've got to win the home games. You've got to win yeah. them. And when TCU yeah. comes in, not that they're not good. And not that they're not a tournament team. I'm not saying it's like a embarrassing loss, but it's a killer. It's an absolute killer. And and plus, on top of that, you had K State beat, and you let them off the mat, and then of course you had the close one against Texas. So yeah, I, I've, bear, heard, bear, I've heard Kelvin yeah. Simpson talk about that. Like, you know, when you lose conference games at home, that on paper you're expected to win. You as a coach, right? You really got to stay focused. And for a guy like Kelvin Sampson, that's second nature. That's what he does. But there is an opportunity for a lot of the noise on the outside to creep in because people freak out, right? Like your your biggest donors, right? Like your people who give so much to the program, whether it's emotionally or financially or, or whatever. And uh, those are always tough ones to take on the chin at home. Uh, in a conference game where you're again on paper supposed to win, yeah. so you just gotta, you just gotta. It's next play, like like Coach Johnny Dawkins says, next play, next play. You know, next game, the next game for Baylor is at UCF. I'm lucky enough that I'm going to be doing the game on Saturday um, on, on ESPN two when they play Iowa State, and Iowa State's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to come down there and bug you. I'll probably try to not do it during the game, but I'll I will come by and say hello at that ball game. And Let's go. By the way, Kel- Kelvin Sampson is that's Mac Rhodes's fault. He hired him, and then they invited him into the conference, and now they're going to be you know be some kind of dominant team in the Big Twelve. This is all Mac Rhodes's fault. And yeah, yeah, I told you, Kelvin Sampson loves to talk about Mac Rhodes and and what he did for him. Uh, at that stage in his career. And, yeah, that Houston team, good luck. I mean, they, they are so good, especially playing them in their building. Uh, that is like a unique foe. That is a one-of-one. One. Now, they're not – Baylor luckily has them at home this year. Um, they don't have them in the round robin. But going to play at Houston is a real tough task. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what they how they handle Cryer – coming back i mean i hope they handle it well but but it's not always easy when you leave a school sometimes things can get a little ugly when you go back bridges found that out west virginia was horrible to him his first time back there and then he ended up making some huge plays to win that game down the stretch last year all right um well pete that was fun i knew it would be uh have a great week cannot wait to see you one question for you serious question i want to push this over but i guess i'm going to anyways what should I be excited about Kellen Moore being the Eagles offensive coordinator? Huh. I mean, probably more than, you know, you probably were ready for a change. That guy you had was kind of put in a weird spot, it seemed like. That wasn't great how that all worked out. So 
I, I would say he's now had plenty of seasoning at two different places, um, and, and maybe you could blame some on the Chargers head coach, but uh, there'll be maddening moments, but it's just going to spice up the NFC East even more because you have yeah. him going up against the Cowboys twice every year, and they know him, and he knows McCarthy, and so I do think that will add some allure and even add more to the rivalry. But I think you'll like him. There'll be maddening moments. But Jalen, he's he, he really, the quarterback seemed to love him. Uh, I don't know what Herbert is going to end up saying about him. Who knows? But I do know that Dak swore by him. And uh, and I think Jalen will, uh, will have a really good outlook and, and will feel very comfortable being around Kellen. So I think you're okay there. All right, good intel. I'm happy I asked. All right, man, we've done it all okay. today, Matt. I appreciate okay. it. If you think of something else, just call me, okay, if you have another question. Uh-huh. All right, brother. Thanks for having me, Matt. I always appreciate it. You bet. There he goes, Pete Souza, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It is time for Campus Confidential. That is next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in Foster Pavilion Thursday, hosting the University of Texas. 7 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 7.30 tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. 2024 is here, and it couldn't be a better time to purchase your next new Chevrolet. For an example, Silverado is as much as $10,000 off. Traverses, $5,000 off. And the all-new Equinox, $3,000 off. And we also have the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory folks that we've seen in years. And we don't play any of the games or gimmicks, just honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're only a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. 